0: Hey, welcome to the More Than a Single Mom podcast. I am your host, Drea Fate. Why should you care? That's what I'd be asking myself. Well, um, maybe you can relate. I am twice divorced. I'm a breast cancer survivor. I am a longboarder, which is a long version of the skateboard. But overall, I am just an optimistic, glasses half full, single mom, just trying to keep her head above it all. So each week, I'm going to be sharing what I'm learning from my favorite books, and experts. We're going to be talking about dating as a single mom, relationships, kids, um, getting organized. I don't know. Anything that comes up that's going to help us live a better life. That's what I'm going to bring in here. So without further ado, let's get this potty started. Hey, I am so glad you guys are here today. Um, Because I had such a great time talking to my guest, Ashley Lane Adams, because here's the thing. Divorce is hard. Leaving toxic relationships is really hard. And rebuilding your life after that, super hard. And how do you begin to do it, right? Like that's the real question. And the truth is, when you take the time to know who you are and love who you are, you're going to find the strength to accomplish anything and live an amazing life. But it's a process, right? And so that's why I brought Ashley on the podcast today. So Ashley is a coach who helps single moms just drop the struggle and fall in love with themselves, which I know from experience is Easier said than done. So what I love about Ashley's story is she had two back-to-back, emotionally unhealthy relationships, and she eventually found herself divorced with two small children at age 40. And so Ashley took responsibility for herself. I love this. And she just took a huge deep dive into personal and and, and uh, spiritual development she went through counseling, coaching, masterminds, emotional intelligence, emo- emotional intelligence training, and learning coaching skills, and she put all of that together. And now, she empowers divorced and single women to let go of guilt, shame, regret, and step into their power and find passion and 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 create a life that they love. So, in this episode, we talk about so much, but uh, I'll just touch on a few things. I mean, we talk about Ashley's story how she left a toxic relationship. What was that like? That discovery of like, do I do it? Do I leave it? Do I keep the family together? Um, how self-awareness is so huge when it comes to healing and finding happiness, knowing what's going on in your head and what's going on, what's triggering you super huge. Um, what she did to heal, what she did to help find herself, um, how she is co-parenting, with grace, even though she, it was a toxic relationship for her. Um, we talk about why self-forgiveness is so vital um to get through everything because man, we beat ourselves up, don't we? We talk about, of course, taking responsibility for your life and happiness that we cannot get that from any any anything from outside, not relationships, not from other people, not from validation. It's so huge to take responsibility for yourself. And we would talk about how she started dating again and how her what her approach is to dating. And so anyway, I'm really excited to have her on and tell her story with you guys so let's get started. Ashley, I am so excited that you're on this podcast today. Thank you so much for for coming on. What
1: is up? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. And by the way, you pronounce your name Drea. Is that right? Yes. It's Drea. Drea short for okay. Andrea. Yeah. Cool. 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 Thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm, um, to be honest, I think I found you. I think you were you, you, I think you got, did an interview with on another podcast, I think with Kendra, was it Kendra the breakup? I'm trying to think anyway. Um, <laughs> She does, uh, she's breakup bestie. I'm trying to figure out, like I found you on Instagram somehow and I was looking at your stuff and I was just like, I have to have you on here Um, because, you know, just hearing part of your story, I know my audience and um, a lot of single moms uh, are going through a lot or still working through their stuff. And you've made, you've basically taken something that is really dark and scary and it's like just actually like I think just enhanced and made your life so much better in a way, just change things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And um, I just want to hear. I want you to share your story with everybody. And yeah, and let's just go from there. I would love to just dig in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, my story kind of starts uh, before. My last relationship. So basically, I mean, what I sort of say to people is that I spent basically 20 years in like emotionally unhealthy relationships. <laughs> so, like, all of my 20s, 10 years in my 20s. And then I jumped straight out of that relationship. Like, I actually, like, I jumped out of that one and right into my marriage. And I don't mean like I took a week or a couple months. I mean, like, I was in an open marriage and I met my ex husband while I was in that open marriage. So, gotcha. You know, one thing, one thing that I really teach my followers is that, like the essentiality of taking time to figure out who you are, you know, just like I, I didn't know who I was. I was allowing people around me to define me. And I, um, I was so enmeshed in my identity as the, the girlfriend or wife of the men that I was with. And I, you know, I think I was kind of afraid to be alone. I think I, I was giving away my power. Um, There was this one man and I totally don't remember who it was, but he talks about how some people actually, they actually want to give the responsibility away because in a way it's easier, like it's easier not to have to think for yourself or make decisions or like be totally responsible for paying all the bills and figuring everything out all the time. You know what I mean? And so I think, yeah, I had just gotten to that comfortable place, but anyway, <laughs> kind of going off on a tangent. No, so, no, this is good. This is this is good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So then, sort of, where are um, accumulated, um, culminated. Anyway, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> those I know.
0: I, I know. I'm, I am like.
1: I'm like. I think it's, you kind of know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. I good. get what I'm saying. I get
0: what um, you're saying.
1: So um, a little over two years ago, I left my the my husband at the time, who's the father of my two children. Um, and that one was definitely so much harder, um, because the, um, because I had children and because when I had children that like just completely transformed my world, um, like I was born to be a mother, like I love mother, like I love my children deeply. And, um, I think maybe even to a, to a degree that's like, can be unhealthy for me. Right. Like to the point of like, um surrendering so much of myself that I don't create space for myself you know yeah um anyway so the the prospect of like being without my children for long periods of time was really devastating for me when when I left my husband at the time but um there were there were patterns of abuse going on there's emotional abuse verbal abuse um uh, one or two things that went down that were physical abuse. And I, I still like, wasn't super clear at the time, but I actually, I had an aha moment listening to a podcast yeah. where, where a woman spelled out like, what is abuse? And, um, because I think there's a lot of gray area around that. And I think a lot of women are experiencing it, but they don't realize that they actually are. And the, the thing that this woman said in this podcast that like changed everything for me was she said, do you feel fear? with your partner? Like, are you fearful of him? And I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, and that's, that's just it. You're not supposed to feel fe- fearful of your partner. You're just not, that's, that's not, that's not what we're designed yeah. to be in. Yeah. Um, so I had to make that. And from that moment, like that snap, like within a week I had left um, my ex-husband, because it just like, it became so clear to me. And I just oh, started wow. like, I was like an observer in my own environment of what was going on. And I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, this is not how I'm going to live my life one. And this is not what I'm going to model to my children too, because one that teaches my son that it's okay to treat women that way. And the other one is that treats, it teaches my daughter that it's okay to accept that kind of behavior. And so, um, you know, I think sometimes women kind of get lost in the conversation of it's better to stay together for my children and all of that. And to me that, um, from all of the research I've done and just like on an intuitive level,
0: yeah,
1: it's just totally the opposite. Like you totally want to teach your children what it is that, um, that is best for humanity. You know what I mean? And yeah. Staying in an unhealthy situation is, is teaching them to stay in unhealthy situations in their lives. So, so left, you know, left, and then there was the whole dance back and forth of like, am, am I going to like definitely divorce him? And then, so I started in therapy and at the time I was involved in a church. And so I was getting like the pressure from the church, like stay together,
0: you know, make
1: it work, stay together. And, um, so that, that was like pulling on me, but I was slowly like pulling away from that and realizing like, you know, that's not my truth. Like if that's what this is about, then I don't, I don't align with that. Um, and so it was like just sitting in therapy, like talking it out, talking it out until I was completely sure, like, yes, what I do. And so then pursue divorce. The divorce process is very, very hard um, because, you know, the, you're having to co-parent with this person, but then you're also like kind of, you know, enemies. And at the same time, um, you know, what I wanted for custody was totally different than what he wanted. And, so that whole thing that that was a very very dark chapter. Um and but what came from it was me doing a deep dive into who am I really and what do I really believe and what do I really want in my life. And so it's really like um it kind of started with that and it's become um all of that and like a very spiritual journey for me. Um and it really started with because you know at the time I was like in this church and like built this community around this church and all of that and then when I when I pursued my divorce um like none of my church friends came with me
0: (laughs) oh wow and I
1: wasn't wasn't super close with people you know what I mean but I did have um like one close friend in the church but most of them were like kind of just like um acquaintances that I would see on Sundays but never, nevertheless, and sometimes have play dates with people, you know, see them here and there, but, um, like none of them were like my besties. Um, nevertheless, like when I moved away, they all dropped off. (laughs) Yeah. So that was sort of another testament to me of like, okay, that wasn't my place. Like that wasn't my (laughs) tribe, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, and, but I remember because I was just like, what do I believe now? Like, I don't even know what I believe. And, but the, the place where I started is I just remember I would just play over, I pray over and over, like, God, please just show me the truth. Just show, just reveal the truth to me. Just show me the truth. Cause I had no, I, like, I had no compass anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that was the beginning of sort of like my spiritual journey with all of that. Um, And I moved from one therapist to another therapist that I was a little bit more in alignment with. And um, then I jumped into Ascension Leadership Academy, which is emotional intelligence training. And that was hugely, hugely transformative for me. Like there are no words for how transformative. And so that like, just like catapulted me into this whole other level of like, oh yeah. Like this is who I am. This is who I get to be like. I get to be powerful and courageous and have the life that I want and and like it also led me into another like a deeper even dive in my spiritual life and now my spiritual beliefs are completely different than what they were when I was um in my marriage and another thing I'll say is like um you know we hear a lot of rhetoric about how like it's hard to be a single mom and like you know you have to do everything and you have to Uh, you know, all the things, like all the challenges and there's, and that's true. Like that's all true. And so much, so much easier than being in a toxic environment. Like my house is free. I am free in my home. My like, this is a happy space. Do you know what I mean? And like we drama, I mean, my son has sensory processing and ADHD and like anger out. So it's like, don't worry. Like I have I'm human. I got my stuff going on. Yeah. Like, this is like, we're free here. We create beauty. We create love. Like, this is like, I would never, ever trade that for, for what I had before.
0: Oh my gosh. No, my gosh. You just, okay. You just said, there was like so many things that you said that I just wanted to like, (laughs) like like jump, jump on. Cause like, I, well, I mean, I have my experiences is slightly different, but I know, you know, divorce and separating and you kind of lose, you kind of lose some groups of people that you thought you were your friends. You just, you feel, you feel like part of your, like, a, like a body part got cut off. Like part of you is sent out to go. And, um, and so like, like I, I feel all of that. I, I did, I kind of did the opposite. I started going back to church when mm-hmm. I was going through it. And um, luckily and my fear about church anyway was kind of because of the experience that you had. And I, you know, I want to go and and I'm very, and I'm spiritual and I wouldn't say like, and I'm very open-minded. And luckily I I found a group of people that like stayed with me when, like when I was going through that divorce. And then when I got remarried and had a second divorce, they like were like, there's, I have like, like three friends that are just solid. So I, that's amazing yeah that was really amazing and um and I really think like it's just because as people themselves they were just giving loving open-hearted you know which is what you would expect from that sort of thing um and uh yeah as yeah dark you, you said you said dark times and um cause you kind of went through that emotional abuse and then you got out when you were going through the process of leaving. Um, I know when I was making that decision, I left, I left my husband, it wasn't abusive or anything. We were just really incompatible and I was really unhappy. And, um, but, uh, I had, I had, just, I had so many fears that were going on. Um, the only thing that like, I think gave me courage was the fact that like, I knew somehow I was going to be okay. Like I knew there was something that knew that I was going to be okay. But I want, I want to hear about when you were going through all of that, what, what got you through? What like made you get up every morning <laughs> and do the things that you had to do for your kids, for you a know, uh, career, for you know, uh, all of that? What, where did you find the support or the
1: courage to, to, to get through all of that? Do you have anything specific? You know, I think it was like a couple of different things. Um, first of all, just for my kids themselves. I mean, my my kids are were very young, mm-hmm. um, so my daughter was one and my son was three, um, and so they both just completely needed me, you know. And when we when I first was separated, um, I my son was with me like most of the time. So there's that, right? It's like you wake yeah. up, and there are these beings that are like counting on you. Um, so that being number one, and then uh, just along the way, little like things. So like I had, you know, my therapist and then I was, um, for a while I was really reaching out to the, um, sort of like the abuse community. So there's one woman who I worked with, her name is Sarah McDougal, And, um, she's a I don't know exactly what she calls herself, but basically she's like a re- abuse recovery coach. Okay. Um, and she, and she works specifically with Christian women actually. And so like at the time that, that called to me. Um, and so like I was working with her, there was another woman, um, Natalie, or er- something. Anyway, she does, um, she did, she also is like abuse recovery in the Christian world. And she has um, like a monthly thing that you can be a part of where like, she has all these teachings and videos. And so like, I just started tapping into all that stuff, right. Yeah. Doing the research. And um, there was never a moment where I didn't have some sort of support like that. So a coach or a therapist or, um, or like some sort of group that I was a part of. Um, and so I think for me that was that was what I really adhered to at that time. Um, my parents were also very supportive, um, and yeah, and then just like showing up for my kids because they're they're babies, <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean? they 100% need me, and they were home 100% of the time. I mean, this is when yeah, were school and um, part of it like during COVID, so it was just like I'm home with my babies. Um, there was another group, like a local group that I joined, um, communities of transformation. So like all of the things where I was just able to talk through and like figure out like what, what happened, what's, why did, how did I get here? And like, how do I move forward and like just processing all of that and like figuring it out one step at a time.
0: Oh, it's so good. I think, I think that's the big question is I think we've all gotten to this point where, um, yeah, it's like, how did I get to this place? Like, I thought like I was in the right place trajectory. And then it just all falls apart. And it's like, how did I let it get this far? And you mentioned, you talked about, um, your, your past relationships, just kind of going from one to another. And tell me a little bit about that, because I think that's, that's a key piece. I know for me, I have like, when you told me that I was like, oh my gosh, girl, like I, even before I got married and then even after I just felt like, I hadn't spent a lot of time being single. I haven't spent a lot of time knowing like who I am at, outside of with a person. So, right. um, yeah. Can you speak a little bit more about like what that process was like, or like what you kind of, what helped you kind of take that time for yourself and figure out who you are? Cause I think that's key. Is that something, is that something that you typically work on with your clients and with your is kind of like figuring out like, who are you as, as is without a, a label or a, you know, like a relationship to define you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, um, yeah, when I look back, like I went, I went straight from my, um, my boyfriend in college to my first husband, to my second husband, like, that's how it, like, it went boom, boom, boom with no time for me. So I, I, Essentially, I had no time as an adult, just on my own, figuring things out, you know? Um, So I think that um, it's interesting. I asked a, um, a dating coach one time, actually, she asked me, she was like, what is it that you want in your, in your next partner? that you attract into your life. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, ah, oh, okay, awesome. You know, I'm like, I want him to be confident and I want him to be, um, abundant and I want him to be generous and I want him to love to dance and I want him to be adventurous. And I want him to be great with children. And like, I listed all these things, right. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, awesome. She goes, now you become all of those things and then you'll, you'll attract that into your life and and that's the thing is like we get to learn how to love ourselves and be with ourselves and know ourselves and cultivate everything in ourselves that we want in our lives yeah and from that place we're going to attract the partner that we really want because when we're trying to attract a partner from that place where we're we don't really know who we are we don't have all of our self worth, you know, like we don't truly believe in ourselves to the greatest degree, then like then we're attracting our partner from that place, and our partner is going to be re- re- reflective of that energy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I actually work. So I work with a coach too because I think all yeah. coaches work with coaches. Yes. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and my coach recently assigned me to go on dates with myself. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, and she laughed at me because I was like, okay, cool. So like, I'm like, well, when I'm in the restaurant, like, can I like, read a book or something? And she's, like, <laughs> she's laughing at me. She's like, would you read a book if you were on a date with a man? And it's like, no. So I get to just sit there. Like, I'm like, I'm not on my phone. I'm not reading a book. I'm just in this, like w- the kind of restaurant that I will, would want a man to take me to. So a nice restaurant, Yeah. You know, nice meal and a glass of wine, like all dressed up. And I'm just being there, enjoying myself. Yeah. So, oh, that's so good. So we that's get to so figure good. Out who we are. We get to figure out who we are and love ourselves, and then from that place, we'll be able to find the partner that we're worthy of.
0: I think that's so juicy. I think that's that's such a great thing. And I, I've I think I've heard of it before. I hired a dating coach too. And she worked with me almost, oh my gosh, almost for a year now taking a little break. Um, But when I was going through my last relationship and I was just like, what is, it it all came down to like, I realized I had an anxious attachment style. And Mm -hmm. I talk about that a little bit. Um, But, uh, but long story short, it was like, she, she made me kind of like write down a vision of what I wanted this thing to be. And, and it was about, just focusing on me and doing the things that I want to do even when I was inside the relationship you know and uh so it's like I booked a trip to California to do longboarding because I love longboarding which is like skateboarding and uh you know took lessons there and um it's so funny that you talk about sitting at a restaurant by yourself because um she didn't recommend that for me but it's like I tend to do that um Anyway, because I like it a nice restaurant. Sometimes I don't need a friend with me. Sometimes it's just like, okay, to sit by myself. And I know like some of my friends, when they're like, you just went to lunch by yourself? Like you just like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Or I'll take myself to a movie. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, what? Like, who, like, you know? And when I first, I will say this, when I first, when I left my first husband, I went through a period of this like, oh, woe is me. I'm doing everything on my own now. I don't have anybody. When I go, when I'd go to church, I'd see the couples and it's just me and Max's and the the kids thing. And and I'm by myself. And it's just like, I like, and it was just awful. Like I just, it was so pathetic. And then somehow, like I've just done tons of self-development and therapy myself and somewhere like I don't know at what, maybe you went to the same thing too, but somehow like my, I slowly flipped my script. Right. And I don't even know at what point that happened. And I'm like, I've got a good life. Like, I don't like, need to have the family pictures and putting my pictures behind me, you know? Like, cause I feel like it needs to be like the guy and the woman and the da da I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm gonna do, just do me and Max. Like me and Max, that's us. That's, that's we're the family. Like we yeah. don't need, you know? And um, and then I just started j- just like, I think what you said, like finding, like I'm like, this is our happy space. Like this is all, this is the stuff that mommy and Max gets to do. This is like our little our little fun bubble of, you know, we do quirky things and we make little TikTok videos and we like, we goof around and we wrestle and, and play video games or he tries to get me to play video games and I'm awful and I die and he yells right, at me yeah. and kills
1: me. Oh my God. <laughs> I know,
0: I know. But I look at it and I'm like, I, know, I like, I, I had to sit back and be like, I have to appreciate, I'm so grateful that you know what? This is different. I don't have like two or three kids and a husband in this huge house full of people. Like I thought maybe I would one day, but just the two of us, that's kind of, that's kind of special on its own. Like not a lot of people get to have that kind of relationship or I'm his mom, but we're also kind of like roommates. Like he gets on my nerves. I get on his, you know? Yeah. So, but like, I've just learned to like appreciate that and, and, and understand how special that is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's so key is appreciating what you have. You know, Um, I've been doing a lot of reading of um, Florence Scovel Shen and um, she teaches, she is, she just has this brilliant way. She actually takes like scriptures from the Bible, but then she explains them from a metaphysical standpoint. Oh, wow. I love that. Oh, it's, oh my gosh, life-changing. But she, basically just the importance of like you were saying flipping the script right because when you're in a place of like oh who is me I'm all alone and like we all have those moments right I mean sometimes you yep. are just like oh my gosh yeah. like she's like she just pooped in her pants and like he just spilled water all over the thing and like he's calling for me and she's calling for me and like I have a headache and you're just like those moments where you're just like oh man it would be nice to have support right now you know yeah but like but flipping the script like realizing that our, our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions, like they send out frequency and vibration and they're attracting what is coming into our lives. And so if we're, when we flip the script and we come from a place of gratitude, then we're gonna create more things that make us grateful. And another thing that you said that's so important is like getting clear on what your vision is. What is like, what do you really want? You know, yeah. like asking yourself, A lot of people don't take the time to do that or don't feel like they can, or they feel like it's selfish or whatever, but like, what do you really want? It's okay to not want the big house and you know, the husband and two kids or whatever. Yeah. And it's okay to want that too, you know, but like getting clear about what you want and then pursuing it from a place of gratitude and faith that it can happen because God can make anything happen when we have faith, you know?
0: Oh gosh. I, I so love what you just said. And, <laughs> um, I know I, I totally believe, yeah, the energy that you put out is what you get. And so, um, there, there's so much I, when I was going through, um, a breakup a few months back, um, I just told myself every day I'm going to do an Instagram reel and I'm going to dance. I'm just going to dance and sing along the songs just to like <laughs> boost. Yeah. Just to like boost my, cause that's, Cause I know that makes me happy. Dancing makes me happy. Like listening to music makes me happy. Like, and even if I didn't want to, I kind of forced myself to do it because once I got in the process of doing it, you know, like it, it changed everything. It just like, all of a sudden my energy changed. Like, right. I just, like, I, you know, I was, you know, joking, I was a little lighter with max. I was like, not so feeling so anxious about getting through the morning. And it was, it was, it was so much better. And there was something else that, oh my gosh, that you were talking about that. Um, oh my gosh, totally lost my mind. And I'm so mad because it was, it was so good. It was so good. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, what was it talking about? The metaphysical thing. i have to, i have to think about it some more. So, oh, I know. Okay, sorry. Now it's come to me for everybody. Um, figuring out, you know, who you are and what lights you up and what makes you, I, I'm, that is hard. I'm sorry. But like, when you come from this place of like relationship, relationship, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm by myself. Okay, who am I now? And It's like, and then somebody asks you that question, you know, like I have this, I got this really great workbook um, and I'm kind of going through it and I'm like, I feel like I should fill this out and it should be so easy, you know, Yeah. like, oh, what are my interests? I'm like, well, you know, I used to do theater and I like dancing and stuff, but I'm like, but really like, how do I take those things and somehow infuse them into my everyday? Do I take a dance class? Do I have time to take, you know, like you know, where do I go from there? And like really figure out, oh gosh, I really don't like that. And I don't like hanging out with these people that much that I thought I should be hanging out with. And so what was that like for you? What was that process like for for you to kind of find out who you were and like really tap into that?
1: Well, I think that like the word process is very appropriate is like it doesn't happen overnight you know it's just it's like this gentle unfolding like daily as you're committed to that to that you know yeah um and some days it is confusing and and that's that's why I think like working with a coach or someone that you really trust is so important because you have that that like springboard to go back and forth with and someone to like show you you know when maybe you're saying something that's out of alignment with I don't know, your essence or your energy or what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. But that, um, but that it is, it can be hard, you know, but I think, yeah, one thing is it's a process. It's a journey. It's not mm-hmm. like uh, <clears throat> one of my teachers says, you know, transformation is not a destination. It's the journey, right? Yeah. And like enjoying the journey. Um, and then also knowing that like there are different parts of the journey, you know, like some days you're crying and some days you're angry and some days you're, happy and like all of those things are okay because there's something to learn from all of those things like Mm -hmm. they're not all equally as pleasant right no but it's all just part of the human experience and so as long as we're not judging them when we're coming up we allow ourselves to work through them and then and then take inquiry like what is this meaning for me like what is this what is in this for me um yeah I just lost yeah. my back.
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, I I love, I love you. You said something about like, t- you know, taking inventory of some things. Um, but, it, and it is, I mean, it, it, it is a process. And I know I get really impatient because it's like, you just want things to like change and flip and, and happen overnight. Oh, I know what, I know what it was. Not judging, not judging those feelings. And I think, um, I read this book, uh, it was about, it was kind of like a, how to heal heartbreak kind of book, but I also read it in some, something similar and they called it a different name, but they call it a second pain. So mm. you have, yeah. So it's like, you have the pain of, right. you have the pain of whatever's happening to you, you know, a right. breakup, a divorce, things don't go right with your kids, um, career, I don't know, maybe you're worried about money. You have that pain, like, Oh God, that anxiety or whatever, the fear, whatever, or the sadness. And then you start judging yourself for it. like, you beat, basically you beat yourself up. Like, why am right. I still like this? Why am I still struggling? Why am I? And that only exacts as exact, I see, I'm having trouble with words too. Masturbates <laughs> that, Exactly. Yeah, I know. I, I love you so much. We'll just, we'll just finish, finish each other's sentences.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, <laughs> you think of the word and I'll think the word, but, um, but yeah, so yeah. And it just makes it worse. It just makes it worse on us because we feel like we shouldn't be here. I shouldn't have these feelings. I, and I remember doing it cause I'm like, I've read all the self-development books. I've got my Brene right. Brown down. I've read my Michael Singer. I've, you know, <laughs> like, I, yeah. I've got, I've got it. And, um, and then, but I'm like, this stuff keeps popping up and you beat yourself up about it, but it's just part of
1: being a human, like, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that, I mean, that's a like a constant thing that we'll always be dealing with um, is, the, is the self-judgment, but it's like the more that we're aware of it, right? The more that we're aware of our thoughts, the more quickly we can let it go. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's such a learning curve and sometimes it's like a lifelong learning curve, you know, of just yeah. just think about that though. Like, yeah, if you do this thing, right. Like, I don't know, you lose your temper with your kids. Yeah. Then like you can either choose to beat yourself up about it mm-hmm. for like the rest of the night. So then what does that do? Well, it makes you feel like crap, you know, um, it makes you sad. It makes you, low energy maybe you're still angry because now you're angry at yourself yeah so first of all that's the energy you're putting towards yourself but then that's also the energy that you're holding and and like putting out in your house and with your kids so not only does it not serve you to have that self judgment but now like it doesn't serve your kids to have that self judgment you know so mm-hmm. imagine like when you get angry at your kids instead of getting down on yourself like apologize to your kids like, tell them what happened you know And then like, forgive yourself, like, let it go. Like you're human, you're doing a great job, you know, like everybody has those moments and it's okay. And like, once you're able to release that, then you can shift the energy, right? Like put on a song, do a dance, like consciously shift your energy and then you can be joyous for the night. And so like, it's just, it's yeah, it's such a learning curve, but it's like the self-judgment is, doesn't serve anyone, you know? No, no, it doesn't. And
0: going back to your point of being self-aware of when you're doing it, because it's not like, it's not like your brain's going to like, oh, hey, I'm going to beat yourself. You know, it, it, you know, like, I don't, I don't have an internal narrative. Some people do like they have like the, they actually say they have the, hear themselves talking. I don't, I just have, I just feel the feelings and I'm like, why? And, but now I'm at the point and it's taken me a couple of years to get there. Um, after like some therapy and I like, now I like stop and I can stop and be like, okay, okay. Okay. I'm feeling like just really guilty. I feel, you know, and like, okay, so where is it? Where is it stemming from? Where is it coming from? Right. Investigate, investigate. And then, okay, well, what, what can I do? What is there? something I can do to change it. Nope. This it's past. It's gone. Okay. How can I move past it? You know? Right. And sometimes having, you know, I like, I don't have a huge toolbox for doing that. Do you have anything that you do, you know, that, that helps you shift or that you?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, because I come from the the belief system that like everything in life is happening for you. So to me, it's like, okay, what can I, what can I learn from this? Like what lesson can I derive from this? So really seeing everything as that, every, everything as an opportunity to go deeper into like my spiritual path basically.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that to me is like just very liberating because now instead of it being like, Oh, doom and gloom. Um, like I had a, I had kind of a difficult week with my ex actually with co-parenting. And so the old me would have gone, like gone to this place of like, you know, like yeah. he's so frustrating. He makes my life so difficult. He like, you know, like me worrying about him and how he's affecting the kids and like me just feeling like, ah, oh, this is hopeless. There's nothing I can do about it. Just that whole thing. Right. Down. Yeah. Yep. That loop. But instead it's like, okay, how can I show up in such a way Where, like, I'm being different. I'm showing up to this situation as a different version of myself. And I am practicing radical forgiveness and love of him. Because I come from the belief too that, like, children choose their parents. So that's also been, like, a very liberating thought for me because I think, okay, there is a lesson that my children need to learn from my ex husband. And that's why they, have him as a father. And so even though there are a whole like slew of things that I wish were different about him and about his parenting style, I have to surrender to knowing that it is serving them on their life's path and their life's purpose. And, and then when things come up, like between just the two of us, like a a disagreement or whatever, I am able to forgive him so much more quickly and like surrender to what is and kind of just surrender to this higher knowing that like this is God's divine plan. And I can either choose to be angry and frustrated and resentful and feel hopeless and feel like a victim or I can be the highest version of myself and be loving and be forgiving and show up in my power and not get angry and maintain peace and maintain love. And then, and then I can transform like what's happening around me by showing up with that energy, as opposed to showing up like with my fight on, you know, like, oh, you're going to be like that. Like, okay, (laughs) here comes, you know, (laughs) because I've done that too. Um, And that doesn't produce the results that I would like.
0: No, I think, you know, when the ego gets in the way I, I, you know, and I, you know, I've, I have lots of friends who are divorced, uh, parents, uh, men and women. And, you know, it's a, it's a struggle to, um, yeah, step into your best self in those situations. Cause there's a, there's a lot of, you know, pride and who's right and who's wrong. And it, it really gets, it, it really just causes more, more strife. And I mean, luckily I have some great, you know, friends that like have, have learned to kind of, kind of to do what you're doing. Um, but I also know others, you know, struggle because like, no, I have to be like, this is, this is unfair. It shouldn't be this way. And I'm going to show her, I'm going to show him. And, you know, I don't think it ever, um, it, it doesn't serve anybody in the situation in the in the long run. I think it just it, it definitely um, just makes things worse. But but it's so good that you can that you can you know get to that place where you can do it. And I know there's a lot of especially my single moms like going through those type type of things. It's it's letting letting some of that go. It's hard. It's 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 a hard thing to do though. It's not it's hard.
1: well. It's hard because like for me it personally, you know, my kids are the most important thing in my life, you know? So it's like the thing, the thing that's like literally like the biggest, most enormous, like highest stakes, like the most love, the most emotion, the most everything. It just happens to be about them. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, so it's like, yeah. So it's like challenged to the nth degree because it's, it's concerning the human beings who are like the most precious to me. Um, but I think another thing for me was, um, and this kind of followed the, like my, my healing trajectory as well, but like, you know, at the beginning, like I was so plugged into like learning about abuse and like what's abuse and what's emotional abuse and like awareness of abuse and like all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, there was a place for that. Cause I had to figure all that out and I had sure. to sort all that out and, and it's important for everyone to know that, um. But then I personally, like, on my journey, I was able to shift to a place of, okay, how was I showing up in such a way that I was accepting that kind of behavior? So now the responsibility is no longer on him. Like, the things, I'm not saying that the things that he did weren't inappropriate. Yeah. What I am saying is that those things would have never happened had I not allowed A whole slew of things to happen before that so really taking responsibility for how -hmm. are you showing up and what are you accepting in your life Mm -hmm. and like are there boundaries that you need to be setting are there things that you need to be saying no to to be true to yourself Mm -hmm. and this also goes into the conversation of intuition versus versus the rational mind because I can look back on my relationship and I can look at a lot a lot of times when my intuition was like oh this doesn't feel good or like oh I wish that was different or uh I don't I don't like it when he does that or whatever but my rational mind would come in and be like blah 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 right rationalize it away and so now another thing that like part of my journey too, is getting really, really clear on listening to my intuitive hits, on listening to my intuition, because I feel that that is truly how the divine, how God speaks to us.
0: Yeah.
1: And so many people rationalize it away. Um, so really standing in your own power and your own responsibility for your life and, and really getting in touch with with that intuition and and following it, because that's, that's where the gold is.
0: It is where the gold is that, uh, so good. It's, I think one of the, the first things on my self-development journey, um, was, and I, I forgot what, what book I read or if it was a speaker or somewhere and, you know, and it was the, like, you're a hundred, hundred percent responsible and it's, and it's so hard to accept that. Because yeah. there's so many things you don't have control over, right? You don't have control over, you know, how your ex, you know, responds to you or what he does or, or, you know, or anything like, you know, I mean, I could, I mean, an asteroid could just, you know, plop down in front of me. <laughs> like, I don't have control over that. Right. I don't have responsibility over that, but I, I can, res- I can choose to like how I resp- how I respond to those things happening. And it's tough at first. I had... Yeah and even though I knew this, I remember when my second marriage fell apart, I, um, married a narcissist, you know? Um, and I was like in the blaming, like he did this, he loved on me. He got, you know, gaslighted, gaslighting, cheated, all this stuff. And I'm like, and this, this, a guy friend of mine who was just like, well, Drea, maybe you shouldn't really need to think about like I forgot how we worded it, but basically, like, like what your, you know, how you, how you brought that into your life, how you attracted that, and at first, I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> right, sure, yeah. That's not that's not I, really was good. So, I was so angry. I'm like, I didn't ask for any of this, but with a little bit of time and separation and you know, thought and meditation to really think about like, yeah, I was in this place of feeling like I needed to be in a relationship, feeling lonely. And it opened me up to just anyone that could just say the right yeah. thing yeah. and do the right thing, even though the actions didn't align Yeah, and I could rationalize, mm-hmm. you know, all the yeah. things, just like what you were saying. And, um, and so like, yeah, now in hindsight, yay, hindsight, you know, I can go back and, <laughs> <I> know, yay, <laughs> love you, hindsight, where right. were you before for me, yeah. anyway? but, right. um, <laughs> but going back, yeah, I mean, like going back, I can be like, oh my gosh, that's where I was in my life, but I was so sure of, of this thing and that thing, and, and that I was doing the right thing at the time, but, and I just felt, you know, so bitter, but um, you know what, I it's such a gift. I know like it's, it sounds so cliche. Like even when, like when I got cancer people, like I had someone tell me like, it's going to be such a gift for you. And I'm like, uh, no, it's yeah. not. But going back, it's that in the divorce, it it changed everything. It made me look at everything yeah, differently. Cause without those experiences, um, like I, I can, I can walk into the next relationship and, and in my life and be like, okay, I've got this. Like I, I can take a step back and, and um, yeah. And just be more self-aware and, 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 uh, and go through um, anything that, that gets thrown at me in a, in a, I think a more rational, I don't want to say rational, but more, with more clarity, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Cause I took the time for yeah. sure
1: you know, I think the bottom line, like as I, cause I'm like just now starting to date um, is knowing that, you know, when something comes up, you, you're free to talk about it. And like, whether or not the person in front of you, like can handle that or not, is going to be an indication of, you know, whether yeah. they're for you or not. And if they're not, then they can fall away and it's okay. But like, when you have faith, that you're you're gonna call in that that right person for you, yeah. Then it doesn't matter if ten people fall away. You know what I mean? Because you're not gonna settle. Mm-mm. Not gonna settle. When you have those intuitive hits, you're gonna listen to them. You're gonna speak truth. You're gonna speak, yeah.
0: Truth,
1: and um, without fear, you know, yeah. Because, because you know the the cost of that. The cost of not speaking out. You know. Yeah.
0: Oh gosh, that's so good. Cause no, when you said that when when you ha- when you when you say something, when you voice something and you don't get back what you need or they're not responsive to it, that's a huge sign. And before yeah, I before I would ignore it, I'd be like, oh well, let me try and like configure a way so like I can work it like I'm like doing my hand. Oh move. right. Oh yeah. Like, I, I can like, like oh, I can like I'm gonna mold myself into what you are, you know. I was like I, I, but, like, I could easily be the chameleon and I'm very free spirited. I'm adventurous. I'll, I love trying new things. So if like, he's like, oh, let's go do this. I'll be like, yeah, sure. That's fine. But at the yeah. same time, there there were things where I'm just like, yeah, I really don't feel like doing that. Or like, you know, and I didn't, I didn't listen to myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, a relationship that I got out of when I had the cancer and he just, he wasn't, he wasn't supportive. Like, and he, there were all these little like, Things that he said, and I'm like, well, he's really busy. Oh, he's really stressed. He had a really bad, set, you know, marriage, and he he's like, he's processing things. Doesn't matter.
1: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't
0: matter about it. It's me. It's like my like, he's not meeting my my needs. I'm not getting. You know, he's not. He doesn't want to have the the conversations. It's un- uncomfortable. I'm walking on eggshells. Um, no one wants to walk on eggshells. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the worst feeling. So. I'm glad I'm. I, I love that you see the, the, the dating this way, so that's really. Are you having fun getting out
1: there? Oh, well, I just started. Oh, you just started? Okay, I, yeah, I just went on my like first date in 10 years. Like, oh my god, kid. and it was like it was totally fine, there, there wasn't any, but um, but yeah, I'm just like I have another one on Thursday, so I'm just being open and yeah, oh my see gosh. Where, but I'm really clear about my intentions, you know, like I have my non-negotiables list and I know what I want and I'm not, I'm not settling because I know that what I want is there because I, be- I believe that there's a divine, like, yeah, you know, that there's someone that the divine has for me. And, yeah. and so I'm not going to get distracted by any other, anything less than exactly what it should be.
0: Oh, I love that. I, I actually did a solo podcast a couple weeks ago on on online dating and my strategy, I have like this, like the the little coffee date. And, um, you know, cause I, I, I love that. I love that strategy. And I heard it from somewhere else. They called it the, the zero date, but cause it's just, you know, it's just like an hour coffee, easy, Mm. you know, and then it basically, it's the decision of, do you really want to go on a real date with this person? Right. You know, um, and go a little bit deeper, but, um, and so that way it's like, they're, you know, you, you just, all you've all, all it's cost you is an hour, and maybe the gentleman you know cost him a cup of coffee and his time, and then right. and you're good. But um, I love talking about that that kind of stuff too. Um, but yeah, it's I think I feel like dating should should still be fun, and I a hundred percent like feel like it is a bit of a numbers game. And it's, you know, cause people will go on, I've heard of other moms go on one or two dates and it just didn't connect. And they're like, okay, I'm done. And I'm like, there's a sea of people out there. It's just like, just how, just go out and just meet people. Just, it's interesting meeting people. Just, you know, you'll learn something regardless, you know, of like what yeah. goes on. So super fun.
1: Yeah. It's also just like a great, because another thing that like part of my journey and one thing that I teach my clients is just stepping into your voice. Truth, 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 brutal honesty, like be yourself, like, don't worry about what other people are thinking because life's pretty short, you know, and we're here to be the full manifestation of us, you know, I, me, you are you, we're not the same and we're not supposed to be the same. So Um, and for years, you know, that was also part of my pattern was just not speaking my truth, not speaking up, not being afraid to be judged or someone thinks I'm stupid or whatever, you know? So it's also like just a great exercise of going out with a complete stranger and just totally being myself. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if he doesn't agree with me, you know, like, because like the other thing, like if he doesn't agree with me or he doesn't vibe with me, then he's not my person. Great awesome. Yeah. My person, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. No, I love that. Oh gosh. It's, it's so good. It's so, so good because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate the word rejection because I think a lot of women go into dates and I know you're not doing this, but they go into it and they, they feel like they're getting interviewed for a job. And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, like, you're just, you guys are just trying to figure out if you're like exactly what you said. Like if you're compatible, if your energies match up, if, yeah. you, know, if you light each other up, can you talk for hours? Are you guys, you know, right. all of yeah. those things. So if it doesn't, if none of that happens, it's not a reject you rejecting him, him rejecting you. It's just, yeah, you're just not in alignment. It has nothing to do that. You're, it's not your hair color or the mascara that you're
1: wearing oh. or the shirt or it's all energy. It's all energy. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is like, you probably know within the first five minutes. I mean, you probably know within the first yeah. 10 seconds. Well, like... that's why,
0: that's why I started like do, just doing the short coffee dates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's I, was, I just is. felt like it was so exhausting going on, like, okay, like getting dressed up and the guy, you know, right. You to dinner and it's, hour and a half. And then maybe, you know, and it's just like, and there's been plenty of cases where within the first five minutes, I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah, this is not yeah, going to happen. And and then, and then I feel guilty that I'm like, okay, time and money wasted for him. Cause usually the guys have been super nice and they pay and they want to pay. And you know, so it's, it's totally, but yeah, it's all, it's all, it's definitely all about energy. So we're, we're kind of, we're kind of getting like, we're kind of running out of time. So I want to hear, um, One more thing, a couple things from you actually. Um, I want to know how, like, how do you work with your clients? What kind of people you work with? I know you're you're really helping single moms step into you know who they are and living um, a great life as a single mom. That's kind of that's kind. I'm I'm alignment with you on that. Like that's that is my that's one of my missions. So uh, tell me a little bit more about what you do with your clients, and then I want you to share with everybody how they can find you and work with you and yeah and work on that energy
1: (laughs) yeah so um i work with um a couple different like sections of people but it's all the same you'll see so basically single moms women who have gone through a divorce or even women who are in a toxic relationship and need like encouragement and strength etc Okay. to move out of that, or even just finding the clarity to know for sure. Yeah. Um, so, but I would say primary focus, single moms and women who have been divorced, yeah. stepping into knowing who they are, knowing what they really want, seeing their experience from the divorce as an opportunity to step into their fullest, highest life. Um, so different ways that, um, clients can work with me is one-on-one coaching, traditional style. I also do, uh, what's what my coach calls "coached in a pocket, which is, um, via telegram, which is kind of like WhatsApp, where we do like voice texting back and forth, which is really, that's how I work with my coach. And I love it because it's just this daily conversation back and forth. Um, And then also every few months, I'll release a group coaching course. So I have one starting in November that's a reclaim your identity challenge, six week challenge. So a couple different ways that you can work with me. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Lane Adams. My website is um, ashleylaneadams.com. And um, yeah, those are the ways you can find me. And yeah, I just, I, I believe that we, um, there is a, like a divine calling for all of us, our destiny, basically, if we choose to truly pursue it. And that oftentimes going through something really, really hard is our opportunity to get into alignment with that. And so I just encourage uh, women to, to find their voice and fully step into it.
0: Um, amen. I'm all for, for that. That's amazing. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: I want to thank you so much for being on here and even a bigger thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I think it's important. Um, and I think it's vital and, um, just being able to get through, help people get through something. Um, it's their whole world. And, you're, 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 it's just, it, it just makes my heart so open and full to know that there are other people out there doing that and reaching out. And I want more people to know that, um, there are, um, resources for them to not be alone and, uh, just live their best life, um, no matter what's going on. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you to you and thank you for your work. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. And um, yeah, I, I hope maybe we can talk some more another time. And yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So Ashley, thank you again. And um, I, I hope everybody in, can, can get a hold of you and uh, learn from you too. So. Awesome. Thanks, Jaya. Thanks. Hey, before you go, I would love to hear from you. I would love to keep this conversation going. So if you want to be a part of it, please find our More Than a Single Mom Facebook group. You just type it in your little search bar. It should pop right up for you. And I would love to hear from you on Instagram. My handle is Drea Fate. D R E A. F E C H T. And as always, I am so grateful for you being here and I mean so much to me that you're listening in and we'll see you back here real soon.